Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing our examination of just looking at you know different scripture passages that talk about how the Lord delivers us, and it's mentioned quite a bit in scripture. Okay, uh, how we can rest in the Lord, we can trust in the Lord, and we've looked at the seventh Psalm. We've been looking at the twenty-second Psalm here, and so I want to resume, resume our look at the twenty-second Psalm. We've seen that David is called upon the Lord to deliver him, called for help, and in verse nineteen he says, "But you, O Lord, be not far off; O you, my help, hasten." To my assistance. David needed help. He needed assistance. And yet the Lord hadn't come yet. And so that's the reason he's writing this very passionate psalm here, describing his situation, his circumstance, a lot of it prophesying what was going to happen to the Lord Jesus Christ, particularly upon the cross. That's a wild thing to see, isn't it? Understand how something happens. So David continues. Uh, to intercede before the Lord, continues to say this. Uh, verse 20, Deliver my soul from the sword, my only life from the power of the dog. So he's saying, Lord, they're coming against me. and uh, Apparently with battle, right? Deliver me from the soul. And he says, this is my only life. <laughs> this is all I've got right here, you know? And he says, will you deliver me from the power of the dog? The dog? Well, that word means various things in Scripture. It, can, it depends on the context, right? It can mean dog. Uh, it also means male prostitute. <laughs> well, that's interesting, isn't it? You see that a lot. But then also uh, it means just from uh, uh, a dog that's chasing you, being hunted by the dog, which is what's going on here, I think. My only life from the power of the dog. He's already mentioned those that are hunting him, those that are coming after him. So he's saying, Lord, deliver me. Deliver me. This is the only life I've got. And deliver me from the power of those that are hunting me down. Verse 21. Save me from the lion's mouth. From the horns of the wild oxen you answer me. It's interesting how David uh, uses animals so much in this psalm. You know, he described himself as a worm, right? He's already mentioned the dogs. That the dogs were circling around him. Uh, that the bulls. Had surrounded. Remember that the strong bulls of Bashan, and now he's talking about dogs again. <clears throat> he's talking about the horns of wild oxen, the lion's mouth, and he's saying, "Lord, the things of creation are coming against me." And it's actually these evil men that are coming against him, and he's describing them in these animalistic type of terms. So, he's, Lord, save me from this. Verse twenty-two. He continues, "I will tell." Of your name to my brethren in the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. And we've seen this as a pattern in this particular psalm right here that he declares, Lord, I need help in this arena. I need this. I need this. Will you please move on this? You haven't done this yet, <laughs> that type of thing. But then after expressing a particular thought, he will always come back and say, But you know what, God? I want to praise you. And that's what he's saying right here. In the midst of the assembly of all the people, I'm going to praise you even in the midst of these hard times. And you know what else? I'm going to tell of your name to my brethren. Even though I haven't been rescued yet, even though I've still got these troubles, I'm going to speak of your name. So what is the picture that we're seeing here? We're seeing that especially in times of trouble, it's the time when we speak of the name of the Lord, when we praise him, when we declare him, 
that we don't let those challenging times uh, rob us of that. And they're actually times to be seized. And David continues on, verse 23, he says, You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, <coughs> glorify him. And stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. So he's declaring to the assembly, and he's declaring to all the folks, Hey, you need to fear the Lord. Even though I'm going through all this kind of stuff, even though all this stuff is happening to us as a people, whatever it may be, you can apply that to every generation, right? Praise the Lord. Fear him. Glorify him. Stand in awe of him. See the action things that he tells them to do, verse 23? Fear the Lord. Praise him. Glorify him. Stand in awe of him. Verse 24. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to help for him, he heard. So David's already, you know, stated things like this. Lord, when are you going to respond? When are you going to do this? Uh, you delivered our forefathers when they cried to you. I haven't been delivered yet. But then he comes back and he says, you know what? I'm going to rest in this. I'm going to fear the Lord. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to glorify him. I'm going to stand in him. I'm not going to, I'm not going to question this. He hasn't despised or he hasn't abhorred us who are afflicted. Look, verse 24 again. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. In other words, he has seen. He's heard to cry for help. So don't think that he hasn't heard. Again, the problem we have is we want him to move instantly, right? He continues on, verse 25. From you comes my praise in the great assembly. I shall pay my vows before those who fear him. So he says, what am I going to do? I'm going to continue praising you in front of the great assembly, in the midst of the great assembly. I'm going to repay my vows, you know, offer sacrifices, the votif offering type of thing. And I'm going to do that before those who fear him. Verse 26, the afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. Hmm. And that let your heart live forever is a proclamation. It's not a proclamation to the Lord, per se. But listen what's being said here. Hang on a second. My computer's acting weird. <laughs> let your heart live forever. Forever. Who's he talking to? Yeah, he's talking to the people. That's who he's talking to. So listen again to this verse, what he's saying here in verse 26. The afflicted will eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. Go back and check those verses out sometime before you climb upon your night bed this evening and see what the Lord speaks to you. And I'll see you next time. <laughs>